This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Thank you. 
One more track, and we're going to get this shit started. One more track. Matter of fact, listen to this real quick. Jersey Judah back with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. All right. It was actually uh, I was actually able to share the episode that I did earlier today instead of doing what I did yesterday, which was record something in the morning, forget to upload it, and then record at night. Yeah, so did something earlier, doing something now, nothing too major. 
nothing too major. We're going through a legend. Patrice O'Neill talks about the uncoolness of women. The uncoolness of women. And then we got Modern Women Archives Reviews. Women can't find, excuse me, woman can't find a man because she has nothing to offer. Part 68. And that is from Modern Women Archives Reviews. The message for today would be women are the original space invaders. Women are the original space invaders. And no, we're not talking about no sci-fi shit. We're talking about just space invaders. They invade space. They invade males space. They invaded the manosphere. They invaded the red pill. They come in and they just invade. And it's not that they, they come in and they just show up. They show up trying to change the narrative. They show up trying to change the rules, trying to tell men to do with their own talking points and with their own spaces. We don't tell feminists to talk a certain way. We expect them to do exactly what we think they're going to do. We just give terrible advice, right? Horrendous advice. We don't go um, to uh, makeup tutorials. We don't go to women who do makeup tutorials and tell them to talk about sports, tell them to talk about UFC, tell them to talk about hockey, basketball, baseball. But these women come into the male space and tell men to talk about things that are going to help the women. And why should we help women? Today, I mean, why should we help women today? What does that benefit us? What does it benefit us invading women's spaces? It doesn't benefit us, but it seems to benefit the women a lot. Not all, not all, not all, but most to invade male spaces. Like, for example, if I say something like this podcast isn't meant for women, that's not me saying I'm banning women. That's not I can't ban women. Women are going to listen. Women are not going to listen. But what I'm saying is because I said that this isn't for women, you shouldn't get offended if you hear something that you don't want to hear. You see what I mean? But women, they love to invade. Okay, they're the original space invaders. Pretty laid back there. I'm smoking this joint right now. At the job, at my job, right? Doing my uh, nine to five. What did I say earlier, last episode? Where women look at guys as, well, women look at most guys as a nine to five. Meaning it's a means to an end. Um, She's going to try to get the most that she can from the man. And if she finds a better opportunity, she goes to the next nine to five, the next guy. And getting into just how women are, like when you're in a work environment that consists of 85% women, and you're just a man, right? You're not, you're not Superman. You're not Batman. You're just a man. You're a man and a predominant a predominantly female work environment. So you'll hear some of the most meaningless, thoughtless, idiotic conversations ever. And not all these women, but most of them. 
they don't have nothing else to do. Like when it's time for them to leave, they they stand in the hallway and they conversate for 10, 15, 20 minutes. About nothing. <clears throat> like for example, today, it's just on my mind, so I have to speak. So I don't I don't harp on things. I don't put too much thought into things. I just let it I let whatever that needs to be addressed addressed. So I was just, you know, getting ready to start my job, start, you know, my shift. It was around 2.35, walking in the hallway, grabbing some things that I need. And these women are just standing in the hallway, standing in the middle of the hallway, like zero consideration, like just, just standing in the middle of the hallway, talking about 80s movies. Like, 80s movies. Like, I almost did a loud scoff. I was just like, oh, I, I, I had to catch myself. Like, very close. I was very close to just, like, what the fuck? Like, talk about that in a room or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, get out of the fucking hallway. But you can't say nothing. Oh, you better not say nothing. But... Just one of the examples, like they can talk about essentially anything and it has really no importance. Then the conversations that involve actual importance, they have nothing to say or they'll sit back and just critique shit, but then have no actual method of solving the problem. But they're good at pointing it out. They are problematic. But anyway, the late great Patrice O'Neill talks about the uncoolness of women i think this is a snippet from the opie and anthony show uh a radio an old radio show that i mentioned more than a few times people would consider them to be shock jocks of some sort which i would agree to an extent um entertaining shit patrice o'neill legend in my opinion but he's going to talk a bit about the uncoolness of women you know once I'm able to find my playlist. I'm black. Shit's a little unorganized today. Video is unorganized. All right, Patrice O'Neill on the uncoolness of women. You're listening to Anthony. I always have these conversations. Me and my girl sit up and watch TV and she mm-hmm. desperately wants to be cool. Yeah. Like she just wants to be cool and like a dude. Like she looks at dudes and goes, damn, I wish I had a swagger like dudes. I wish I. Everything was cool. Where's yeah. the coolness for women? And I'm like, you're not cool. Your 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 problem is you're trying to be cool like us. And 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 I watched Kill Bill, which mm-hmm. is of course would be a woman's movie. Like, yeah. But as a man, you're just sitting there going, mm-hmm. like, oh really? Did you just chop? Kill Bill was an all right movie. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is a a good director, so. Wasn't a fan of Reservoir uh, Reservoir Dogs. Wasn't a fan of that, but um, Kill Bill was a good movie. You know what I mean? One and two. Really? Did you just beat up Mike Madsen real quick? Yeah. Did you just punch your way out of a grave that Michael Madsen put you in? Yeah. Nice talking to you. But the way they approach aliens is that she, she wasn't... She's reluctant... Mm-hmm. But she's, you go, she is the most qualified right now. Yeah. At least she took the reins. And you go, 
she's my leader. In the movie, I'm following Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. The way she is, I don't... She's like, yeah! Can she just... It's so... Yeah. Like it's so authoritative, it's so like it's just she's the she is the most believable mm-hmm. woman lead like in a movie I've ever seen. Yeah, without without challenge. I mean, there's other movies where the woman is I don't even know like anything that oh anything that uh, what's Brad Pitt's mother's name Angelina right mother's name. <laughs> oh, everything she plays you just want to just throw up yeah. once it was she trying to be James Bond with yeah, cans just at least Kill Bill had a fun like yeah, it was wink, sort of wink, tongue and cheek kind there. of thing right right yeah but but in terms of a chick running the show so me and my girl are watching uh, American Gangster uh, with Denzel yeah uh, yeah and you know it was a scene where good movie. Denzel Washington, American Gangster, playing Frank Lucas. Good movie. I'm watching my girls just sitting there. And she just wants, I don't know what's a problem. She wants to be. <laughs> so we're watching uh, uh, the American Gangster, and there's a scene where Denzel, who's, who's playing Frank Lucas, biggest coke daily, he went to get his coke from Vietnam. Not coke, uh, heroin. Huh? Yeah. Like Vietnamese heroin. You know? So he gets so much heroin, he ends up selling to the mob. So Armand Asante playing the, the big mob boss. And uh, and his wife, and um, they're having uh, dinner or lunch at some place where they're going up. Pool! Yeah, some skeet, skeet shooting. shooting yeah. So it was, it was his wife and then Denzel and her and his wife and then Armand looked at his wife, gave a little wink, and she said to Denzel's wife, I bet you want to see the rest of the house. Come on. And and Denzel's wife looking at her, him like, what do, you, what do I do? He's like, go ahead with her. And my girl's like, see, how come I can't be cool enough to sit there and, <laughs> and listen to the, to the heroin talk? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, because you're not. Like, the coolness is, all right, baby, go, you know, the wink. Yeah. Your coolness to me. Is that you're my second in command? Yeah, like you're the girl in my life. Take her. (laughs) Take take the other bitch with you and and get out of here because we're gonna be talking some drug dealing. The coolest is that you know that I'm a big time heroin dealer. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and you're a girl. God damn it, that's so. You know what's funny about that movie, uh, American Gangster? There's a part where his woman. Um, Denzel Washington, who plays Frank Lucas, his woman who becomes his wife, buys him this fancy uh, fur coat. And Frank Lucas was always known for not being too flashy. He was presentable enough without sticking out like a sore thumb. And that was his whole, his whole shtick was never show off what you make. And by the movie sense, by his mindset, he moved his family up out from North Carolina to New York, bought them this big house. Of course, he's doing all this off of drug money, but we'll excuse that for the story's sake. But the important part of that movie, in my opinion, American Gangster, is when Frank Lucas, played by Denzel Washington, Wears the coat, goes against everything that he stood for just to appease the woman. He didn't want the woman to feel bad that he wasn't trying to wear no flashy ass pimp slap Detroit player type of fur coat, but he wore it anyway. And because he wore it, he stuck out like a sore thumb 
and the uh, cop played by uh, what's that dude's name? What the fuck is his name? Name was just in my head, man. Russell Crowe, I believe. Russell Crowe. He caught wind of Frank Lucas from that exact jacket. Very pivotal moment in the movie. So true. Like, yeah. And and talk. And talk and go. Talk how to turn like Tony Montana down in Columbia, where he's just yapping while, what's his name, Omar is, Tony, shut up, Tony. (laughs) He'd be hanging out that helicopter. Dipping those fingers in orange water. (laughs) (laughs) Eating orange. (laughs) I brought you in this business. Women... It's, you know, I feel bad sometimes for what they go through. And I was sitting down the other day, and I, you know, I talk about this sometimes. You know, it's the, just the idea of the helplessness that they, the, the out of control. So a beautiful woman, you figure like this, um, 20 guys a day hit on her. A beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm being, I'm lowballing. Yeah. So 20 guys a day hit on her. So you figure that's about almost 8,000 men a year. <laughs> And she still feels helpless because with all those choices, it still really isn't up to her. Ultimately, it's, it's still up to us. And, and and the thing that hit me the other day is that I, I thought I had to take a number two. But I really just had to. No, I thought, what's one? What's one? A two is, one is that. Okay. Yeah. I thought I had to take a two, but I just had to take a one. <laughs> oh, I got gotcha. you. Just peeing. Yeah, yeah. And I just felt miserable. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to. I felt helpless. Yeah, yeah. It's not cool to sit down to pee. It's like when you stand up, you're just like, you're looking back and you're going, I wish somebody would. There's one on me. It's a warlike. There's one reason you sit down on the bowl, and that is uh, for for the the number two, as they say. But, uh, yeah, when, when I, I've been in that circumstance where you think, you know, your stomach's telling you, yeah, I think I better go, you know, sit on the bowl for a little bit. And then you realize, no. But then, and then you sit there, <laughs> making that sound, that girly sound. And it's tucked between your legs. And like, you're just like, the, the guy sound is great. The altitude gives it like that sound. And, and then the girl sound. You can do other things while you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. The girl sound is. It's like, what the hell is that? What kind of sound is that? I don't, I don't know how it can be. I mean, this all goes to the Sarah Palin thing. It's just, you, you just. I, I look at Condoleezza, and not because she's black. It's just something about her. She's black. It seems like she has a shotgun under her dress. Like she had like, to sacrifice about her, man. She, but she had to sacrifice like sensuality and woman, kind of her womanliness, because uh, Sarah Palin is still embracing this womanly thing where, you know, she's a mom. You look at her and go, well, there's a mom. She's right. trying to be vice president. She's It's all about, like, womanly things when she gives her speeches. But uh, Condoleezza is all business. She gets right. up there. She's in her smart little friggin' business skirt. She took, she took whatever natural, like, emotion of a woman right and turned it into the into the, the stare she has a yeah. thousand yard stare you look at her and i look at condoleezza 
again, I'll turn anything racial in a minute. It's not even that. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's... You just go, ooh. Yeah. Like, she, you know that when she goes over there and talks to the Iranians, and, that they go, they try to treat her like... Like a chick, yeah. She just, she'll have none of it. What? <laughs> you know, like, but but Palin just has that. That's why I brought that up because I'm I'm going. Yeah. I never seen a. Uh, it's it's rare you see a girl that you go, my leader. Yeah. Please, I'll follow you. <laughs> All right. So, I thought there was going to be a little bit more clips that were kind of more relatable. But what would be, guys, maybe that should be a question. What would be the coolness of a woman? What is the coolness of a woman? Is there a coolness? Is there a more collective, calm type of broad? Or are they all just, you know, dysfunctional, stuck in their own mess? Stuck in their own drama, emotion, and thoughts. I don't know. Just wondering. But we finna move on to uh, Modern Women Archives. <clears throat> Part 68 of uh, Women Can't Find a Man Because She Has Nothing to Offer. Let's jump into it. Does anyone know when it's going to stop hurting so much? <laughs> I thought that it would be done by now. Some days are really hard and... Get the fuck out of here. Today is really hard. I just don't want to feel this way anymore. Oh. I just, I oh. hate feeling like this. Oh. I hate missing someone who didn't choose me. Oh, oh no. Oh God. Uh, missing someone who walked away from me. Oh. But I do. Oh no. <laughs> I nine. I'm sorry for the drama. It hurts when someone walks away from you. Right. A lot. Oh. Oh, a lot. Oh, she just allowed herself. Oh, she was dealing with Chad. She was definitely she was definitely being dealt. She was being dealt by Chad. Okay. Sorry. Man up. Now you know what it feels like when you rejected all the men Shut. who tried to impress you and date you. The only difference is men are not allowed to cry on camera. Otherwise, women will reject them sissy. even more. That's what they call it. Man up, sissy. That's what they would have said to, to men crying on camera, as they should. Stop crying like a bitch. You know what I'm saying? That's when, you know, guys are crying, especially over women. You know, deaths in the family, shit like that. Okay, you got to let that out. Then you got to move on. Right. Uh, well, women... You crying like a bitch over a woman? Oh, nah. No. Other friends are going to tell you if they care about you. If they give a fuck about you, they're not going to coddle you. They're not going to tell you everything's going to be all right. They're just going to tell you to man up and move the fuck on. Because you're not a woman. 
the friend who's telling you to man up, he ain't a woman. It's not going to happen. Now, with the way shit is going today, people want to identify whatever the fuck they want to identify with. They're, they're expecting men to cry more, to be more emotional, to do all this and that. They want to get rid of gender roles. They want to get rid of a whole bunch of shit. They want to take God out of schools. They're just dysfunctional. At least some beta male simp will try to give you simp. some comfort or sympathy. Beta. But it's not going to be me. I feel so <laughs> stupid right now. I haven't cried in a minute, but damn. I was just talking to one of my friends about the guy that I'm in love with and how that's going. And she said, when was the last time he told you you were beautiful? And I didn't have an answer. And I said... And I was like, I don't even remember the last time he wanted to see me. I don't even remember the last time he did anything nice for me. <laughs> but here I am. Eliminated. Begging for him to love me back, even Smooth. just a little. It's embarrassing, Sports. really. Despicable. I guess I just want to know, are Bust there good guys out there? Negative. Like, <laughs> guys that actually... Uh-uh, fuck that. No. You want to make you feel loved and special every day? Because I know... Negative. Oh, I'm fucking special. Oh, really? And I just don't understand why he doesn't see it. Oh. She says she loves him, but he doesn't do anything nice for her and doesn't try to see her. Chad. What exactly is she in love with? Chad. The idea of not being able to get him to commit to her? He obviously does not think she is special, and it's about time she moves on, instead of crying over it in her car while putting on sad music in the background. It's ridiculous. Hey, guys. I'm to cry right now. Um, it's been a while, because I'm just going so much right now it's almost been three months since my relationship of five years ended and i've been through every single grieving stage there is um just to be back at square one and that's just sad i'm in a weird place of like i understand we will never be together and we're just not meant to be because um I'm smart enough to know that the right person wouldn't do this to me, but just not really healed enough to be with anyone. Another 304 slut. She belongs to the streets. Definitely jumped on the dating train super fast. There's so many conflicting things that are like, just do it right away just to get out there. And I went on like eight, maybe eight days in the past month and a half. Nothing really. Another 304 slut. She belongs to the streets. <laughs> and of course, all of them I compared to my ex and just oh, yeah. guys suck. The ones I was Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, that's a good attitude to have. Compare all the guys that you're with to your ex. That that will always work out for y'all ladies. Do y'all even think about half of the shit y'all talk about? Like, really, do you assess? Is there an assessment of any sort of... uh? Like, what exactly you're fucking saying? Like, because this is idiotic. This is idiotic.
too just goes to me and mm-hmm. it just makes you go back to like damn i miss my ex and start even like thinking about the good things about them mission failed we'll get them next time eliminated she eliminated herself Whoever the guy was, what did they call it? Alpha Widow. The Alpha Widow. The one who got away. One of those type of guys, right? And she knows she fucks up. She fucked up because any other guy she deals with, she's always... And see, that's the reason why body count is not good, right? When a woman can just compare you to the last three guys, four guys, ten guys that she was with, there, there's, there's going to be an issue. Oh, there's going to be an issue, and they, and they tell these women, hey, go out there, go on dates with eight guys, pick out four of the best ones. Like this is a fucking reality TV show. Well, I, I have to, and anyone has to remind themselves that, at the end of the day, when someone leaves, for a third time, for in my situation. Oh my god. I gotta put this joint out. I'm high as a kite. So she got ghosted three times? And three times? Jesus. That's not someone that you should be with. So that's like oh, really? really hard for me, but it's also oh. hard because this person was my best friend for five years. Oh, your best friend. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, ooh. Ooh. Yeah, go ahead. Cry it out, you, you dizzy bitch. Cry and now out. they're gone. Yeah, go ahead. And. Get over it. It's just hard. So I think I like rushed to dating again because I was so scared of Slipped. being alone. But it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot. Right. But now I think I'm going to be really on the road of recovery. I mean. Road of recovery. Anytime a woman talks about healing or recovery, it's going on the cock carousel or getting off of the cock carousel. Oh, I need time to heal. Or I need to put myself out there. There's women who talk like this. It sucks being 32 and single and seeing all your friends getting engaged. Oh, Ugh, 32. Another 304 slut. Eliminated. <laughs> Eliminated. Another 304 slut. 32. Not what the? Close to that. Um, what a mess. Uh, <laughs> if there's one piece of advice is, you know, kind of do what's right for you. If I didn't go on those dates, I wouldn't be at the on this different healing path oh. um, that I'm going to start and just actually being alone. Okay. It's going to be the hardest thing ever for me. Um, now that right there is probably the realest thing that she said throughout that entire babble, emotional babble, right? Most women, not all, not all, not all, but most, they want, they're, 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 their fear of loneliness, the older they get, that tears that terrifies them. She probably never had that thought growing up, right? She probably never had that thought of, hey, I, I need to be alone. Women, a lot of women can't stand their own company. They can't. 
That's why after one relationship, they'll jump into the next relationship. That so-called time to heal, that so-called time to heal, if you notice, came at her 20s. This isn't a woman in her late, I mean, in her 30s, excuse me, 32. Not her 20s. She wasn't talking like that in her 20s. She was out there living it up. Had a so-called guy, a best friend, uh, leave her three times, constantly leave, but constantly have the ability to come back. And then guys and women are supposed to feel sorry for this bitch. I don't. And I shouldn't use bitch, but fuck it. You know, it is what it is. Not all, not all, not all, but most. Are in the same predicament one way or another. Or have been in the same predicament. And it's a guy. It's usually a guy. And I mention this time and time again, right? It's usually a guy who's way better than she is, right? Not just, like, financially, physically, um, productivity-wise. He's more productive to society than that woman. There's a whole lot of factors you can put into it, right? But because she has a vagina, she can get a guy, even temporarily, but she doesn't see it that way. She looked at these guys, like these... uh, like these broads that we're talking, <clears throat> they look at those guys as like, you know, picture perfect. They treated him, treated her like shit. Didn't say anything about her. Didn't do really anything for her. But whatever attraction this guy has, whatever this guy is doing, oh, she's all for it. She's all for it. She'll tolerate woman, 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 not all, not all, not all, but most. Women will tolerate abuse as long as they benefit from it. I don't think y'all hearing me, man. Women, not all, not all, not all, but most, will tolerate abuse if it benefits them. Trust me. What do you think the high-value man is a representation of, right? For a woman who don't know better... It's just a successful man that she'll have all to herself. And the thing about it is she's wrong. A guy who's considered high value, he has access to a whole lot of women. Now, it's not to say that he just fucks women to fuck women, but he definitely has an option to do so. So there's a chance that a woman who places herself high on that list just from being fucked by a guy who was way more productive, way more um, capable in the sexual marketplace than her, even an average woman, and which I talked about before, <clears throat> the average women have the endless options and endless possibilities with men because there's the desperation of men. There's the men who are more attractive than she is, but just want to have fun. She goes along with that. But then there's the desperate simps who go after her and they realize some of them, not all. Some of these men start to realize that where they're at is average men is nothing compared to what an average woman is. The average woman is always going to get attention. It may not be attention that she wants, but it's attention nevertheless, more than the average man for sure. And learning to be happy by myself with no one. It just sucks because I am a person that likes companionship, but 
I just pray to God every day the right person comes when I leave it. Tell you, bitch, bitch mentioned God. You already know what it's hitting for. Oh, she's down bad. She down bad. She mentioning God. Oh, okay. You already know where this is going. Now it's her destiny to find a good. I'm telling you, women are just some of them. Not all, not all, not all, not all. But some of them are just despicable, man. They want to bring up God. They want to bring up spirituality, right? <clears throat> When all else fails, because if they would have found a guy nine times out of ten, they wouldn't have even cared about spirituality. They probably wouldn't even care about God. Not all, not all, not all, but a good portion of women. The men I've always noticed, especially today, the men today are usually selfless. In which they're willing to share themselves, share who they are with others, especially women, because they're selfless, right? Women are essentially selfish. So for them, they'll talk to talk, they'll talk to gossip, but it's never, um, it's not always, but I shouldn't say even never. It's, it's rarely of anything valuable anything of intellect, anything of meaning, anything of importance, right? Not all, not all, not all, but most. So for me, it's like, you know, bitches start talking about relationships and wanting to settle down. You kind of already know where it's getting to. You know, you're in your 30s, right? You had your fun in your 20s. You were tossed around. You were living it up, right? You know what I mean? Going, going on slut walks, walking like a slut on these slut walks, saying that you're strong and independent, saying that you're just as good as a man, if not better than a man, until the going gets tough, you can't find a man, and all of a sudden you give up, you turn to God, at the very end, I mean... For those who don't, I believe in God. So I would imagine God being very angry with all of us, including myself. It just wasn't until recently I, I've just had more thought, but more of a, a, a thought of purpose, right? Like thought of like true importance is this outer or whatever inner world, outer world. None of that shit. Not of the world, in the world type of experience, right? And I thought about the women, right? And, like, the women, and just to say the women, it's almost to a, that will trigger women right there. Oh, that's misogynistic. Whatever, bitch. Women and how just, it's almost, it's definitely a vague term, right? Women, the women, because... The women who project or promote like harlotry and just whoredom, they have no shame. They have no guilt. Now they're doing what they can for the bag, right? They do it for the bag. And 
they're only looking at, they're only focused on the short-term benefits of such action. The consequences come long-term. They're not even thinking about it. By the time they hit 25, by the time they hit 27, some of these bitches be in their early 20s, looking like their early 30s. Shameful, shambolic, despicable. Um, You'll know, they'll know of the consequences, right? It's like, um, we talked about Black China, or you mentioned someone like a Brittany Renner, or you mentioned any of these uh, sort of only fans ass type women. And if you were to interview them, if you were to interview them or have a conversation with them maybe five years ago, it would have been a different tone. Like they're just trying to get a bag, they're just trying to get some clout, they're trying to get some credibility for something. And why not use their body, something that they have, something that most men will simp over? So that's what they do. And it's always a process, right? It, it always starts off, she's doing what she got to do. She's only doing it for the bag to getting some clout, getting some credibility, getting some attention from a celebrity, from somebody who's up there who can give the bitch a life that she wants. And she'll, and you got a lot of women in the industry that's just from that. They're just former wives or ex-wives, ex-girlfriends of such and such, rapper, such and such, basketball player, entertainer, and they have that credibility that follows them that comes from the man. Their so-called strong and independent attitude comes from a man. These bitches that take their clothes off for a living and they're getting money from men still call themselves strong and independent, and it doesn't make any sense. If you have any thought, any logic, uh, outside of your own, or something that's more meaningful, you'll understand it. Most people won't. And that's fine. Everything ain't for everybody. You know what I mean? I need some of this iced tea. Let's get back into the fuckery. The most or what I am ready. Um, I guess my biggest fear is send envelope. But that's just me being vulnerable. That's where I'm at in my healing journey. That up to you guys. Healing journey. She broke up with him over three months ago and she is still crying about it. There you go. If she knows her relationship will never work out and they will never be together, why hasn't she not accepted it yet? She tried to move on by meeting Chad's and Tyrone. Shuts. But they just (laughs) ghosted her. Shuts. Now she is comparing herself to her friends who are getting engaged. Yikes. The one thing she fails to mention is how she is going to heal herself. She just keeps saying she is going to heal. And that's your clue. That's your clue. Because she probably still has enough looks to put herself out there. She's not willing to understand and accept the fact that, you know, the mistakes she made in her life. She can't ignore it. She's going to have to accept it and just push forward. And then if she fully accepts it, she's going to realize that um, 
a lot of guys may not want to deal with her. Right? Where where women can just be problematic, just just like just by anything, like they can just be problematic. They're the tick. They're the they they are the emotional ticking time bomb. And they're space invaders. They're the original space invaders. Like I said, they invade every space. Remember men's clubs, whatever. Remember the, like the, what do they call those fucking buildings? It's not like, not like Elk Lodge necessarily, but like, you know, like men clubs and shit, like, you know, gentlemen clubs. Like, yeah, bitches took that shit out. They invaded that. Oh, that's sexist. We want to be a part of it. They don't want to hear the locker room talk because we're among, men are amongst men. Men are emotional. Men aren't sissies. Not all of them, at least. So it's not a guy who's going to be like, oh, man, I'm extremely offended by this. No. Women came in, took over the space. The workforce, you got guys, you know, time and time again. Shout out to AJ's Rants Reactions. He black. Um, I bring him up. Because he goes through a series talking about uh, why men are ignoring women at the workplace. Because y'all invaded it and you're too sensitive. One wrong word, one wrong move, and that can be a man's livelihood. It's not worth a man to lose his livelihood dealing with a woman. All right? Not all, not all, not all, but most. that she is on a healing journey, but it doesn't sound like she has any tangible methods to do that. She's useless. This is the reality (laughs) of healing. Mm -hmm. I'm sat in a car park and I'm crying and I really hope no one parks next to me. What a mess. Get the fuck out of here. What a mess. <laughs> Whatever, because I'm just going through it at the moment, but I'm just having a little cry because... A little cry? Basically, a few people have asked me out on a date since being single. Uh-oh. And if what I was completely over my ex, the oh. answer may have been yes. <laughs> Who knows? I feel like with this mindset, I really shouldn't be being like, what if or whatever. So let me tell you just how selfish and like, simple-minded a woman is she can't get over her ex and she still has men trying to get with her but she's crying about it i want men to really assess (laughs) this entire the past five not even five minutes past three minutes like what the fuck and you're complaining about what? You need to get over somebody? Go see a therapist, man. Fuck that. And it's it. just really sad because I've just thought to myself, like, before I met my ex, I was, I think I was single for about eight months. Uh-huh. And before I met him. Now, I want you guys to remember, and I bring this up a lot, a woman who's single is a woman who's not necessarily alone. A woman who's single is never a woman who's necessarily alone. The reason why dating apps, the reason why hookup apps, the reason why the ability to be promiscuous 
and make it seem fashionable rather than something that most men are generally going to stay away from outside of the bedroom fun? I had grown so much as a person. I had so much confidence in myself and Uh I was like fully okay. And I felt like I was fully healed. And then I met my ex (laughs) and we were okay for like the first like two, three months. And then I feel like the light of me, the light inside of me kind of just like died and I'm I bet you that light that she's talking about has nothing to do with God that light that she's talking about has nothing I guarantee you it. I can almost guarantee you it. I'm not going to guarantee it don't want to mention God's name and be inaccurate but I can almost guarantee you that that light she's talking about no spiritual light Probably no morals, ethics, values, principles, none whatsoever. I'm just saying. Just my assessment. I remember, like, noticing at the time, but I think it's really hard to get out of a situation. And I feel really, like, stuck now because, yes, I'm healing and I'm trying my best to, like, just take each day as it comes. But part of me is upset, but part of me is also, like, really angry that, like... I've allowed that to happen because I was so good before I met him. And, like, the state of me now is just so disappointing. And it's like, I'm so scared. And also another thing to point out, the blame shifting. Oh, she was perfectly fine, but this man ruined everything, right? There was nothing she did wrong, nothing on her end. It was just the man that ruined everything. It's always the man's fault, guys. Remember that. Pick up on the patterns, because these women, they all they all essentially do the same sob story. Because what if, like, six months down the line, or whenever it is, I really, really like someone, and I'm still fucking broken, not over the relationship, like, within myself, because I feel like he done quite a lot of damage. And it's like, no one's going to want to get with someone that's damaged, right? Nope. Uh, Sometimes I hide it really well. Uh Uh-uh. So then I might get... You heard that, guys? Sometimes she hides it really well. It's theater. Relationships and love to a lot of women, it's theater. Philosophically speaking, right? It's, It's theater. She puts on her makeup, and then she puts on an act. It's theater. And this is not to insult women. I'm just being honest. Because think about a woman like her who can't get over one guy. And I think I mentioned this in the last episode where the woman is constantly, or maybe it was the last video. I don't know. Um, She's constantly comparing other guys to the last man that she was with or the last man that meant that meant something to her that she can't get over. So the guy without even knowing he's competing for a woman that he's supposed to already be with. What the? Despicable. 
like two, three months into a relationship and then it all comes out. And I think that's my biggest fear right now. I'm damaged. I'm not okay. I am going therapy. Another 304 slut. She belongs to the streets. She's damaged. She's going to therapy. Got like she's a walking red flag. And the worst that she could possibly do with herself is put all of the information out there on social media and TikTok. TikTok. That's the new one. TikTok. Out there. Thotting it up on TikTok. You know what I mean? What a mess. But wow. I think my fear is that I won't be happy again with someone else whenever that may be. Eliminate it. And that's just like what's going through my head. Don't you think it's interesting how women don't like nice guys who treat them too well? So they want a combination of being treated like crap, but also being treated nice. But then they get surprised when they get treated badly later on into the relationship. If they could just learn to accept being treated nicely, they wouldn't put themselves into these horrible relationships and get destroyed in the end. Hey, bro. What do you think their motives would be then? You ever thought about it like that? Because that is a good point. Where it's like, you'll have those women out there who say that they want nice guys or they want good guys, but ask them what nice and good is to them and they'll probably give you an out-of-space, different-dimensional definition because that's how women do it, right? Because a good man to a woman can just be a good-looking man. A good woman to a guy can just be a good-looking woman. That's that it, it breaks it down to just that for women, right? Or a good guy could be a guy financially set. Doesn't have to be the best looking, but he got some money. Another woman will say, well, he don't got that much money, but he got good looks. And at least if this man knocks me up, the baby's going to have good genetics, right? That's kind of what it breaks down to. Now, most people don't accept it. And it's not that I feel bad for him. I don't feel anything for him. It's like simps. Like, it bothers me, but I don't I don't get as angry as I used to get. Because what's the point? You know, guys are just going to give money on OnlyFans. I'm just going to talk about it because to me it's bizarre and it's funny. These guys sit back playing Dungeons and Dragons, Diablo, um, Magic the Gathering, Fortnite, PUBG. No disrespect to those gaming communities, but this is what these guys do. And on the side, they got, you know, Twitch, you know, thought, you know, Twitch thoughts, e thoughts that they're that they're giving money to on stream. They got um, five to ten people that they're subscribed to on OnlyFans. They got a Pornhub premium account. They have no drive, no focus, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Legit. They don't don't have shit going on. They'll sit back, complain about bitches. I mean, I don't consider it to be that bad, you know, in in a sense that 
a man shouldn't complain about bitches. Bitches are bitches. It's like, it, sh- it shouldn't even be considered hate speech. This is just awareness. You know what I'm saying? Like, a bitch is a bitch. That's, that's, that's awareness. They come in all shapes and sizes. Some, some men are bitches. But we all know a bitch is a bitch. We talk about a lot of these, you know, ill-minded women. Respectfully. Because <clears throat> it comes to a point where it's like, you, you, you're continuously calling out the fuckery, right? You're calling out the nonsense. You're calling it out because you already know it's 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 fuckery. It's bullshit. All these women boohooing, crying, complaining. And they're 30. OK, you had you had you had something going on in your 20s that you didn't take advantage of. Stop holding these men accountable for your past fuck ups, because that's all women. And when it comes to like relationships and shit like. For women who are true to themselves, which let's just be real. Like when I mean true to yourself, I mean like you stand on what you believe in. You have the people you like. It may not be popular, but fuck it. You're going to go against the grain. There's very little women like that. Now, if there were women like that, that would be outstanding. But from my perspective, there really isn't that many women out there like that. They tend to go along to get along, okay? That's why guys who have that mindset, they're weak too. They're just like women. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, where's 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 JLP at? They're just like women. Hold up, I'm high. Smoking pot. Hold up. This is a white man. White liberal. Beta! Beta! Alright. Maybe them. <clears throat> And see, that's the reality. Like, regardless of how bad shit gets, there's always going to be those group of men putting a bitch on a pedestal. What a mess, right? These will be the first guys who get pointed out as creeps, first guys to get false allegations of sexual harassment, sexual assault, the whole nine. This is this is how they get down today. Not all, not all, not all. A growing number of them. It's like either you're the victim or maybe like five, ten years from now, a woman will look at you as a retirement plan man. Like she's she'll she'll settle for you at where where she's at her lowest, she'll she'll then look at you as something valuable. Ain't that amazing? I know I know one thing, it's offensive. It's offensive. Imagine being a man, right? Imagine being a man, doing what you do, whatever you do, however you do it, not bothering nobody, not being that uh, disruptive, but being rowdy, being a man. And you see a woman, you approach a woman, she seems all right in the beginning. But then she turns out to just be another trick, right? Another nobody. You move on because you know best. And as you get older, she gets older. But as she gets older, 
it ain't looking too good. All right? <laughs> it ain't looking too good. No gym membership, no physical activities, no walks, no bike rides, nothing. Probably a diet of Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, Wendy's, whatever she can come up with. And these women look bad. They try to come back to the guy, right, who they already displayed their their whoredom and their honish tendencies. They try to come back as if nothing, as if like motherfucker has like amnesia. He doesn't remember. Uh, he lost c- collection of thought. I don't know what these bitches think, but then they come back. And it's just like, wait a minute. You are probably three notches down to where you were at before your sexual market was at before I was trying to talk to you. Now you're two notches down and trying to go to me. I try to go to a man who had to build himself up, do what he has to do. That's why a lot of guys, like, women aren't built in a way that men are. Like, men are barbaric. Men, men, the man who, the man who truly accepts solitude, he's either going to, he's going to go mental or he's going to get a full understanding of life. Because in religion, to know thyself is to know God. Most people don't even know themselves, but claim to know and follow God. Okay? Zero collection of self. Zero. These women, it it just reminded me of that woman who said her light, she had an inner light within her. And like I've said it before, that light in her mind probably had nothing to do with spirituality, nothing to do with God. Tell me. And they don't and they don't realize it's almost like how guys are to an extent where you hear a lot of love songs. Love songs with these men begging for women to come back, begging for a woman to stay, never leave. Never let go. All types of fucking emotional, weak, pathetic behavior by men. I laugh at love songs. I have zero. Like, see, that love, that bubbly shit, that doesn't exist. Love, to me, boils down to absolute allegiance and respect from a woman. The whole mushy shit, I can do without that. Respectfully. Because women want guys to feel like that, feel mushy, because they don't even feel like that about love. Legit, they don't even feel that way about it. But they need you to feel that way about it, because that brings out the thoughts and the emotions of, oh, I got to do this for her, I got to do that for her, I got to take care of her, I got to do this, I got to do that. Put her on a pedestal, constantly provide for a woman who's nine times out of ten promiscuous, loose, you know what I'm saying? Not all, not all, not all, not all, but most. Because, <clears throat> like I said in a previous episode, um, the women, the women who's like not sleeping around, or the women who's 
committed to one man. Um, the woman who talks about how she enjoys being the wife of a husband and, you know, being happily married with one man, having a family with one man. The sluts and the thoughts, they they have no care and consideration. They'll say that that woman is being enslaved. They're saying that woman is being oppressed. They'll say everything. They'll call that woman everything but a child of God, right? Because they're bitter sluts, whores, harlots, respectfully. They own that title. Some of them are self-proclaimed sluts and thoughts, okay? That's their jam. That's what they want. That's their life. That's their twist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, that's their twist. That's their maneuver. That's their stunt. That's what they want. Man. And they shall have it. But in, in return, you should also have consequences and repercussions. Consequences involve men waking up, not being not being providers by default. Women have to earn that. It's 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 simple. It's like women, how women will market their sex, women will market their bodies. Some women will say, Well, a man gotta earn this, gotta take her out, gotta do all these nice things, buy her shit just to get a, a, a piece of pussy that she probably already gave out. Despicable, deplorable behavior. Deplorable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And for what? But this is the problem. Like, you can't, you can't hate, you can't hate women. You just can't, right? You can't hate them. Women are the access of life, right? That's how you look at women. They're the access of life. But for the women that just get abortions and they just, you know, do all that type of shit, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't hate them, but I definitely don't accept their lifestyle. I don't accept their attitude about God and about procreation and the importance of life. I don't accept that. So if that puts me in a bad category, I legitimately can give two shits. I don't I don't care. Right? Because even though there are extreme circumstances in which okay, an abortion, there it is, you know, it is what it is type of situation. I'm I'm not a dictator. People can do whatever they want with their lives. Just like I can say certain things and people can feel a certain way about it. But I'm still going to say that. I'm still going to say what needs to be said. People are too fucking emotional. They're not willing to, to take things for what it is. And it can just be a piece of shit on the ground, right? If people put um, like ice cream sprinkles on it, It'll, they'll take that shit in. They'll eat the shit up just because of the sprinkles. But if you just tell them what it is and it's just shit, they don't want nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? You give them the raw, the real, the red pill. They don't They don't want to... A lot of guys, they don't want nothing to do with it because they're weak. They see these other guys who call themselves red pills. They're jabronis. They're frauds. Everybody knows it. Let's move forward. Right. Why mention them? 
it's, I don't even I don't need to mention them by name, but they're failures, right? Their act failed. They bring on out of pocket individuals that have nothing to do with the space, just to get some views. Male and female, right? Cloud chasing. But hey, you reach a point where it's like you're a female. You come into the space and you gather like. You, you dominate more than, like, half of the content creators, men. Hey, there's nothing but credit that I have to give for that, I guess, to be honest. Because <laughs> that pisses a lot of men off. Me, personally, I listen to whatever suits me, right? I don't listen to a, a person because everybody else is listening to it. Although there may be a short that's popular. There may be a video that pops up from... You know, the participation of people who view it, like it, subscribe to the content creator, etc. But I don't really care about those who are the most popular. I always represent. I feel that I'm a representation of the underdog, right? So I don't necessarily, because I feel a lot of guys, like I mentioned Austria D, he deserves to have at least fifty to 70,000 subscribers. Because this shit is that entertaining. Legit. But there's a lot of other guys who a lot of people never heard of. So my thing is, in a weird way, by fucking reacting and talking about it, I can just kind of throw their names out there. Because like I said, some of these people deserve a lot more subscribers than what they have. But with the way, you know, YouTube is, they can do anything and everything to shut down a person's channel, shut down their content. And that's fucked up. We're getting ready to wrap this episode up. Just shooting the shit. It's 8 o'clock for me right now, although this will be uploaded. What is today? What? Oh, Wednesday morning. This will be uploaded Wednesday morning. Uh, still got some shit to do at this fucking job. <clears throat> got to figure out what I'm going to talk about tomorrow. This is going to be a short week. So I have Friday. I'll have Friday off. And I'll have Monday off. So... Four-day weekend. So I'm going to plan something. I'm going to have something big. I'm hoping that, and I I never thought I would say this, but then again, maybe I would. I'm hoping that Andrew Tate drops something along that time period. Because then I'll go through that. You know what I'm saying? I always always get a chance to mention it now, looking back on my analytics. With 190 plays, the top... Um, the top played episode is none other than the top G Andrew Tate interview with just pearly things, which was, uh, I don't know. It was entertaining. I definitely, I said, like, I look at the shit as entertainment. Now I'm very curious to see how, you know, what Tate's approach is going to be going forward. He's on. He's he's under house arrest. 
but I'm still looking for, you know, a video for where he can talk. But I don't think I don't think he's capable of it, man. And I'm not saying that I'm not even saying that in a negative way. I'm just saying that certain people just talk with no filter. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people can't tone it down. Even under extreme circumstances, they rather just keep quiet or say nothing than to speak. Because if they speak, they're going to speak with no filter. I don't know. But I'm very curious to see what Tate will talk about when the time does come. So I'm going to keep my ear to that. Uh, I haven't done nothing with the uh, black conservative showcase. So I might do something with that tomorrow. If not Thursday. Because Thursday is my Friday. But as I always say, it's the end of another day. So in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. I'm signing out. Peace.